11-year MLS pro Quincy Marroquois here, and you're now listening to The Perfect Soccer Podcast, where your host goes one-on-one to get to know your favorite professional soccer players, both on and off the pitch. Because how better to learn what it takes to become a pro soccer player other than directly from pro soccer players? Today's episode is brought to you by PerfectSoccerSkills.com, the number one and only platform you'll ever need to connect with and learn from pro soccer players. Learn more and enter to win weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com PSTM to enter to win for free today. With that said, please enjoy today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Perfect Soccer Podcast. Our special guest today is Sebastian Elney. Sebastian, how's it going? Going great. Can't complain. How have you been? Doing all right. You know, uh, I'm up in Connecticut. I know you're in New York, you said. So it's kind of getting cold, but now it's been a little heat wave, so it's been weird. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty nice past few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's just uh, go back in time. Like, what was your first memory of playing soccer? Uh, I think my first memory of playing soccer was I was probably – I think it was my first or second season mm-hmm. playing recreational soccer. Um, my dad was the coach. I remember when I scored my first goal. I guess my first goal of my life. I just remember running across the field and like <laughs> probably jumping like six feet in the air. And he had to catch me because who knows where I was going to go. And so I think that's my first first memory I can go back to. Yeah, that's dope. Um, what about uh, just going into your youth career? I knew you grew up in Florida, um, but you played for – Philadelphia Union Academy. Uh, how, how did that happen? Um, I played for the Philadelphia Union Academy my senior year of high school. They approached me about joining the academy and joining their uh, residency mm-hmm. my junior year. And my family and I decided that, that would be the best opportunity at the time. And so we went and took it. And I enjoyed my time there. Um, I definitely developed as a player um, and off the field as well. Mm-hmm. Having to deal with not living at home again and being away from home and whatnot, different cities. So I think it's definitely helped me in my, helped me in my collegiate career and my professional career. Yeah. And then what about like, what was the recruiting process uh, for colleges? Like, did you get more offers? Like once you went over there? So I was a part of the youth national team set up mm-hmm. throughout high school, I would say. And so that set me up pretty well in terms of uh, interest from schools. And so I had a pretty good amount of offers and interest. Mm-hmm. And then are, I guess throughout throughout high school, I wasn't sure whether or not I wanted to take the college or professional route. Mm-hmm. But after after deciding, I definitely wanted to. I definitely wanted to be a part of a university yeah. and go down that college route. And so I was I was fortunate enough to be a pretty um, uh, well touted recruit. Yeah. What was that like? And what, what was that decision like? And like how many? Like what was your, like your final three schools? Three schools I visited were Maryland first, um, and I visited Clemson after, and then UCLA last. Dang, no, no Florida after, schools? No Florida schools. <laughs> and I think, uh, so after I visited Maryland first, I remember calling my parents and telling them that there's no need to go to other schools, that Maryland's going to be a place for me, but of course, them being parents, they wanted me to give mm-hmm. those schools a chance, so I did, but... As soon as I finished up my three visits, I went ahead and committed. Wow, that's great. So you just 
you just you just knew merit like you just stepped on campus and just you just had that feeling. The moment. Yeah. The moment. Yeah. The moment I stepped on campus, I just knew. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what I was yeah, I know uh, Maryland has a great soccer program. Uh, you went, you you ended up uh, winning the national championship your senior year, but uh, like, what was your overall experience uh, at Maryland, like on on and off the pitch? I loved it. I, I loved it. That's I can't really say much else besides. I mean, I loved. I think I loved every aspect of it. I loved the campus. I loved the community. I loved how soccer players are treated mm-hmm. on campus and whatnot, and so. I think my I spent three and a half years there, but I think every day I, I enjoyed every day. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And then, yeah, what was it like to win the national championship? It was uh, it was definitely very Cinderella esque. I think in all my four years, I would say this is the our uh, the year that we won. I would say that's the year they count us out most to not win it, um, which probably makes it sweeter. Uh, we went in as a well. The season started off oh two and two, no goals in the first four games. I picked up an injury in the third game, was out for a few games. And so it definitely wasn't your ideal start to a national championship season, but it's like in anything, it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. Yeah. So we we just kept on, kept on going through the trenches, going through the mud. By the end, with like about five games left, we were, I think we were like about 500 and we needed to like win out or something. I would say we felt like four games out, we needed to win out. And I mean, I guess we... We kind of buckled up and really tuned in, and then because all we needed was a berth to the tournament, mm-hmm. and so for a berth to happen, we just, we we had to be above five hundred no matter what, and so we ended up being we didn't have the best record in the country, but we ended up making it into the tournament as an eleven seed, and then from there, once we were in, we knew that we had a chance, and when we started playing, I think our, we played our first game in the second round against NC State. Um, beat them 2-0, held them to like one shot on goal. And we kind of felt it. We took it game by game and day by day. Mm-hmm. And so we beat NC State at home and we had to go on the road, on the, on the road to Duke. Uh, we beat Duke 2-0. Then back on the road to Kentucky. Beat Kentucky 1-0. Then to the Final Four in Santa Barbara. And in Santa Barbara we won 2-0 against Indiana and then 1-0 against Akron. And so just like... As it was happening, it felt very surreal. Each game and just being able to celebrate those big victories with the brothers I love. So, I mean, it was a, it truly was an awesome experience. And uh, looking back, I don't think the way that we were playing throughout all five games in the tournament, we didn't get scored on. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's statement. crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, um, I mean, even the story yeah, that you told did. at the beginning when uh, you said you guys didn't even score in your first four games, like that's wild. Yeah, I mean, it was. We didn't have the easiest schedule. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm lo- I'm looking it up now. You guys played number twenty four, number ten, number seven, back to back to back. Yeah, so it definitely wasn't the easiest group of games, but at the end of the day, not being able to get on the scoreboard and whatnot, it was definitely frustrating towards the beginning. But I don't know, just the way that everything happened and kind of happened so quick, and I don't think at any point we really we really mentioned becoming national champions. We just took it day by day. Whoever was opponent, we came out, and I think the biggest thing that got us through was the team chemistry that we had. Mm-hmm. Like the biggest factor, the biggest motivation was not wanting whatever game it was to be our last game playing with each other. Yeah. And so guys were, yeah, guys were going through a wall, just making sure that checking every box, leaving no box untouched or unchecked, just pure championship effort from the beginning of the tournament to the end, and it paid off for us. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then when did when did you guys get your rings? We got our rings um, the following spring, so I would say 
Yeah. So you got to after. you got to go back, and you got you were there. Yeah. 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 We had a banquet. Yeah, I gotta get I gotta get a That's picture cool. of it. I think I you had it on you got it on Instagram, right? No. Oh yeah, you got you got to send me a pic. Enjoy learning what it takes to become a better player from professional soccer players. Well, how would you like to work with professional players one on one? Now you can with B Pro by Perfect Soccer. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Yeah, so then what, what was after after college? Uh, you said you, you left a semester early um, to go pro, right? Uh, what, what was that like and what was your experience, you know, going going through the process of getting uh, going to the MLS? After we won, we were in Santa Barbara. It was a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then that following week, so we flew back to College Park on Monday. And that week was finals week. Oh. So it was finals week and also the last, I guess, graduation. I had like graduation at the end of the week. And so that, what ended up being like the best moment of my life was followed by like the worst week of my life in terms of <laughs> stress and things to figure out. And so I had to take finals and do a whole bunch of papers. And then I, then I had to graduate, which was... Okay, close call. Yeah. <laughs> to completing all my credits, and then I had to find a new roommate or someone to take over my room since I was leaving in the middle of the school year. Mm-hmm. And so between all that, and then so I had all of those things first on my mind, I would say, and obviously finding my next job and finding a team and whatever yeah. you know, on, on my mind as well. And so I, um, I was fortunate enough to get invited to the combine. Unless combine in Orlando, probably like. I would say three weeks after the after the championship, I went to the combine in Orlando. I had a great time at the combine; it was a really cool experience. And then a few days later, a few days later it was a draft. I went on drafting, which was it was a, it was a bit shocking. Mm-hmm. It was a bit shocking. And then so for the for about thirty minutes, I didn't know what I wasn't sure what was happening. I didn't know what I was going to do and all that. But the good story that I have is I distinctly remember. So as soon as the draft finished, as soon as the draft finished, I I was with my sister, and she was just like, "All right, let's just go take a drive." Like, obviously, you can tell that I wasn't <laughs> in the happiest of moods. Yeah, no, yeah. After going undrafted, so she was just, let's just take a drive to get like get my thoughts off stuff. And so we went on a drive, and I'd say like 15 minutes into the drive, I told her to turn the car around because I want to go back and start training. And I just, I just needed to be out on the field and just I just knew that someone was gonna come. Yeah. And all I needed was a chance, and so I just wanted to get training. I just felt like that was best, the best thing to do at that time. Let's just get on the field and, like, really let things go. Mm-hmm. And when, when we got back to the house, as soon as we got back to the house, I distinctly remember, distinctly remember a phone call from New Jersey, like New Jersey area code. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just not sure, but with how, it, was, it was really about 30 minutes after the draft had finished. And so I picked up the phone, and it was the director of ops of the Red Bull 2 team asking me in kind of invited me out for a, like a preferred trial, mm-hmm. I would say. And so once that, yeah, once that call happened, I hung up, went out to the field, started training, and then I guess from there, everything's history. Yeah, what, I know, so the Philadelphia Union didn't have your rights? No, so they didn't. So after my freshman year of college, they they asked the league for my homegrown status mm-hmm. so they could, like, claim me as one of their, claim me as one of their own, and the league rejected it. Gotcha. And so since then, I was set on the draft. Yeah, I got you. Oh, do they have to – so wait, why – like, yeah, what, why did they get rejected? I, I think – I mean, I was only there for 
I wasn't there for a long enough amount of time. And even when I was there, I was injured for a bit, and so I didn't have many games. And there was a there's a whole bunch of rules in the soccer world, but there's a yeah. clause or something that that said that it would be harder for youth national team kids that are taken by residency programs. It'd be taken. It would be harder for them to claim homegrown status. Gotcha. Like, I'm not really a Philadelphia kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why I, I always got to ask because that's why I didn't even uh, realize it until uh, before, I, before I was doing the research. I, I, I didn't even recall that you played for them. But, yeah, then what uh, What about, like, what was your first game like uh, for the Red Bull 2s? So, my debut, I, I came on in the 85th minute right before – or the day before I had to go get um, – the day before I had to leave practice early to get – like a physical and testing of some sort, I think a concussion test yeah. and all that good stuff. And so I'd left practice early. And so this being my first two weeks as a pro, I didn't know that uh, we had to put boots in the boot bag to be taken to the stadium. Mm-hmm. And so, and I wasn't there after practice before the first game. So I wasn't there when everyone else was told that that's what we do. And so when I showed up to the stadium on the day of the game, there weren't any of my boots <laughs> underneath my locker. And so I scrambled around. Marcus Epps actually let me borrow a pair of his boots. And then I came on. I ended up coming on the 85th minute just for a debut. And it was quick yeah. five minutes. It felt, like, it felt like I was out there for 45 minutes. But <laughs> yeah. a quick five minutes. And then from there, just started getting more minutes and working my way up my rookie season. And then to now, to just finishing my second season. Yeah, for sure. That That's pretty funny. What, what was it like? What was the feeling like to get your first professional goal? I know you got seven, right? Yeah, so the, my first professional goal, I just remember kind of a feeling of relief of some sort or just, I don't know, just pure ecstasy is just so for everything, like from all that youth and mm-hmm. from all the youth, soccer and high school soccer and the traveling and the moving away and stuff, being able to score that goal, I know like, because right after, no matter what, I think that I scored a professional goal and so it definitely, it definitely was a huge feeling. Yeah, definitely. And then, yeah, going back um, to you playing for the national team, what did that mean to you to just put on, like, a USA jersey? When it was happening, I definitely knew. I tried to grasp how big of a deal it was. And then now looking back, it only it only multiplies. Yeah. Being able to – so I started my, my first camp was under 15s, and I was part of – I was a common call-up until – I'll say late into the under 20 cycle. And so just being able, being able to play at that level at such a young age and being exposed to different countries and whatnot definitely helped me in my – development as a player and person mm. and definitely some of the relationships i've made with some of the teammates from all around the country that i don't think i've met if we weren't playing uh together for the national team i'm super thankful for yeah definitely all right you ready for the the five quincy questions these are gonna make you think yeah <laughs> uh what's the most important uh quality or skill do you feel has made you successful as a pro player all right. What do you What do you think the the biggest mistake that pro players are making? Selfishness. All right. What What advice would you give a younger player trying to make a pro league? What advice I would say: work hard, and if you think you work hard, work harder. And the, these next two could be soccer related, or they could be life related. Um, what's What's something most people think is true that you believe isn't? That's a tough one. Can we go to the next one and go back to it? <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what's something you would move forward with uh, if you weren't scared of what would happen if things didn't go well? Mm. <laughs> These are your questions. 
I would, uh, I think I'd definitely dive into the fashion world a bit more. All right. What, what would you want to do? Yeah. What would, Sorry. what would you want to do? I mean, I think, I definitely think it would be cool to have a brand. Oh yeah. Yourself. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. I got some, I got some fun questions for you. What about, uh, who would you want to do a Jersey exchange with like in the USL? And then who would you want to do a Jersey exchange with like overseas? In the USL, it would be, uh, Jordan Scarlett and the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Mm-hmm. And then overseas would have to be, uh, Zach Steffen. All right. What do you like to do in, in the off season and like your downtime, like when you're not playing soccer? So yeah, every off season I go back home. I go back home to Florida. Um, kind of consists of just hanging out with family and friends, going to the beach, pick up soccer, uh, just good vibes. Nothing really else. Yeah. What about what? What's it been like, like living in New Jersey, New York area versus living in Florida? The weather's definitely not as good. <laughs> I can sure. say that. Um, it's, def- it's definitely an experience that I'll take. I'll take to heart just um, being here and being a. Uh, I guess technically a New York athlete or New Jersey athlete. Yeah. Um, and the way that they, uh, the way that the city kind of embraces their athletes and loves their sports is something that I definitely, I've definitely seen. Yeah. I think just getting used to the culture. The longer I get, the longer I'm here, I see, I definitely see myself adapting and understanding where people come from and whatnot. Gotcha. What about is has there been any foods up here that you were like, wow, like they don't have, they don't have this in Florida? I, I almost have a bagel every day. All right. Sausage, egg, and cheese bagel. Uh, the pizza's good. Yeah, I think the biggest the biggest one would be the bagel. All right. Uh, last last one. If you had to watch one movie for the rest of your life, what movie would it be? Coach Carter. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. Yeah, it's a dope one. That was that. Yeah. I, that was a fast answer. Somebody asked you that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just my favorite movie. All right. Jeez. All right, well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, best of luck next season. I know the season's over now. Uh, hopefully everything goes back to normal next year. And, uh, yeah, just uh, want to let the people know where they can follow you on social media. Um, yeah, it's just at Sebastian Elney on any platform. All right, again, appreciate it. No doubt. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Quincy Marroquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you'd like us to interview next, we'll get working on that right away. You can listen to this full episode and more at PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash radio. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today.